0: that is a classic scene with jenny carson and don rickles will understand the backdrop to that michael Starr will explain it he is the author of don rickles the merchant of venom hey michael how are you Hey, Steve. How are you this afternoon? So all these years later, when you see a retrospective of either The Tonight Show or late-night television in general, they still show that clip. For, for those who don't know, can you explain what happened?
1: Yeah, that's that, that's the classic Rickles-Carson uh, interaction. Um, the night before, uh, Don's best friend, Bob Newhart, had been hosting The Tonight Show, and Don was a guest and uh, Don was going through, um, <clears throat> doing, you know, he was he was again yeah, he was on the couch talking to Bob and going making some kind of joke about stamping somebody's passport. And he he grabbed Johnny's cigarette case and was like stamping a piece of paper with it, and it broke. And Newhart said, "Oh boy, you know Johnny's going to be angry when he comes back tomorrow." You know, and then it was, they laughed about it and they forgot about it. So it was set up beforehand when Johnny found out that he would, you know, profess to be really. Angry about this, and he would, you know, go across the the uh, hall at NBC in Burbank because that's where Don was taping his NBC sitcom CPO Sharky is about twenty feet away, literally across the hallway from the Tonight Show. And that's what they did. Everybody was in on the joke except Don. Even the people who were in him when Don was taping CPO Sharky, that everybody on that crew knew what was going to happen.
0: A classic and, moment. Uh, yep, a
1: classic moment. And, you know, and for one of the few times, I was Don, Don was speechless. You know, you didn't see that very often.
0: <laughs> he was actually the Merchant of Venom. Why did not you call it Mister Warmth? That's what he was also known as, right?
1: He was. I I, I like the Merchant of Venom better. I just that just sums him up. Uh, I I think sums up when you think of that. Don Rickles just. Um, Actually, Mister Warmth was uh, Carson's favorite name for Don, and uh, uh, the poster child for birth control. We used to call him. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not very politically correct. But, well, but, when, uh, when I like the Merchant of Venom, and uh, it was one of his alternate nicknames, and and um, it, it just kind of sums up the way his 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 showbiz persona and the way that he he would get on stage and just whip everybody to shreds, whether they be. Everyday people in Las Vegas, or celebrities in clubs in L.A., or celebrities sitting next to him on The Tonight Show, or, you know, Mo Griffin, or wherever wherever he was on television, the the Dean Martin roast, which Don was very famous for. um, just making fun of people, and um, it's a great nickname, and I I just really wanted that to be the title of the book, because I thought it sums up Don Rickles in a nutshell.
0: You know, uh, you point out in the book, a lot to learn about Don Rickles is that, uh, he was a legitimate actor, actually, correct?
1: Yeah, he, Don wanted to be, he did not start out to be a comedian or, in this case, an insult comic. He really wanted to be a dramatic actor, and when he got out of the service, he spent two and a half years in the, in the Navy during World War II, he enrolled in the American Academy of Dramatic Arts uh, here in New York City with the intention of becoming a serious actor stage actor or movie actor, whatever, whatever happened to be, you know, come first, but he, and he graduated. He, some of his, his classmates included Jason Robards Jr. And Don Murray, who wanted to star in bus stop with Marilyn Monroe, Conrad Bain, who we know from different strokes and Maude, um, Grace Kelly, of course. But, uh, at that time when Don graduated in 1948, TV was still in its infancy. Uh, Milton Berle was just hitting it big, and it was all about, in New York City at least, stage work, uh, legitimate stage work, be it drama or comedy, and Don did audition a lot, but he did not have any luck, so he started to MC in clubs just by doing impersonations and telling jokes, and he, well, he was in Washington, D.C. at a, a strip club, actually, down by the Navy Yard, and he was getting heckled by some members of the audience, and he heckled back. And he didn't get the crap beaten out of them, and they loved it. He was very surprised, and he discovered he had a knack for sort of just zeroing in on somebody and just picking out whatever he thought, you know, was was their soft spot and just zinging them. And he had had quite a talent for that, as as fans know. And, um, you know, as his career went on, he started to shift his act more towards the insult humor uh, he had some success in Miami Beach um, at a place, uh, at, a, at a very small club. And then he went to L.A. And at the Slate Brothers Club, and that's where he hit it big. And the, the celebrities were lining up around the block. Everybody, you know, who was anybody, was, would come and want to be insulted by Don Rickles. And that's how right. it all started.
0: Yeah, right. And people wanted, they, they'd sit in the audience hoping he'd, he'll choose me, including major, major celebrities, but not everyone was a fan. We'll talk about that when we come back uh, as we're talking with Michael Starr, the uh, biography of Don Rickles, The Merchant of Venom. You've done a whole lot of other books here. You've uh, Bobby Darren, Raymond Burr, Red Fox, Ringo Starr, Peter Sellers, quite a variety there. Uh, But this book is an amazing read. It truly is. Michael Starr is the author of Don Rickles, The Merchant of Venom, Still funny today for me, but not everyone. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, he had a special relationship. He was kind of like a part of the Rat Pack in a way with Sinatra, correct?
1: Yes, he was. Don Don's relationship with Frank Sinatra went back to 1959. Uh, Don was working in a club called Murray Franklin's in Miami Beach. Don's mother, Etta, who was very uh, instrumental in Don's career, he, he, he she actually would... would tour with him in the early days and sort of like his road manager. And she knew oh, she was living in Miami beach and she knew French mother, Dolly. And Don was working at this small, a smaller club called Murray Franklin's and, uh, Edda Rickles convinced, uh, got, you said to Dolly, you know, please, can you get Frank to come over and check out, you know, Don at this club? She called him sunny boy. You going know, to check out my, you know, my sunny boy. And Frank did. And he walked in unannounced. Don didn't know he was going to be there. And everybody turns around. Here comes Frank Sinatra with his, his retinue of people. And, you know, the, the crowd is quite, you know, you never know what's going to happen with Frank Sinatra, right? And um, Don says, uh, go ahead, Frank. Make yourself at home. Hit somebody. You know, <laughs> and I, I saw your last movie. The canon was a better actor than you. You know, he started firing off these one-liners. And that was the beginning of a lifelong friendship. And, uh, yeah, about a year and a half later when Frank was shooting... Uh, Ocean's Eleven with uh, the Rat Pack in in Las Vegas at the Sands. Uh, He made Don an honorary honorary member of the Rat Pack. Don had his own... They all had their bathrobes with their nicknames. Uh, Stitched across it. You know, Don's nickname was Bullethead. That's what Frank called him. So he had his own robe and... Getting up to all kinds of shenanigans in the steam room. And, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All that kind of stuff. But um, they had a lifelong friendship. They were very close. And... One of my favorite uh, parts of writing the book was going back and watching, especially The Tonight Show, when, when either Don would walk on or, or Frank was hosting or Frank was a guest and Don would come on and you would just whip them shreds and off-the-cuff stuff. It was it was, it was was great. That's like just classic showbiz.
0: It is classic showbiz. The good news, you can go to YouTube and type in. Yes. Exactly right, Frank Sinatra and Don Rickles and see a lot of those interactions up uh, not everyone, however, loved Don Rickles. Do you think that he was the quickest wit of his era? I think he was, for his
1: particular brand of humor, the one, the zingers. You know, he wasn't a comedian. He didn't tell jokes. He was more of a observational, lightning quick, you know, what? You know, I, I can't believe you're wearing that. Or, you know, is that your wife or is that a moose? You know, that, that kind of thing. The think about Don was he didn't really vary his act very much. I mean, from night to night, depending on what the audience was like, he he sort of had a working framework of, oh, uh, you know, he was going to make fun of p- people knew that he was going to make fun of them. And when he was in Las Vegas, in in particular, uh, they would the, the person who was in charge of the, whatever room he was playing, usually the Sahara in the early days, would put they would pick people that they knew Don was going to make fun of, you know, somebody who was overweight or somebody who was dressed. You know, garishly, or somebody who looked like they were, you know, just you know, from 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 the sticks, and and you know, and, and and in the big city for the first time, or something like that, and they would put them within Don's eyesight, and he knew that too, and it was kind of low-hanging fruit for him, and he would just pick on them, and they loved it. I mean, it was it was a badge of honor to be picked on by Don Rickles. Now, you mentioned Steve that not everybody was a fan, and they weren't, obviously.
0: <laughs> Lucy wasn't necessarily a. Fan. Fan. I happen to know that that is true. Uh, also, Groucho Marx, who was the put-down comic of the day in his own way, uh, when he did You Bet Your Life and elsewhere on talk shows, etc., they weren't particularly fans of uh, Don Rickles, were they?
1: They were not. Um, Lucy, and, uh, when she was still married to Desi, and as Lucy and Desi were not fans, um, Lucy eventually did come around and when she had her, she had several sitcoms in the 60s. Don was a guest on, um, I think it was Here's Lucy. I don't remember. It was either Here's Lucy or The Lucy Show. So she did come around and, and, and you know, sort of came around to his fancy humor. I don't know if Debbie the Arnaz ever did, but Groucho Marx was, no, he was not a fan. I think Groucho thought of his, Groucho's brand of put down as more intellectual, uh, on a higher plane. You know, Don was making fun of people's personal looks, but listen, Groucho did the same thing. He just did it in a, in a different way and couched it in different sorts of phrases. But yeah, he was not a big fan. And, um, Jed, Yastris Janice Page, uh, when Don was playing in, uh, when he was making it big in LA at the Slate Brothers Club in 1959, he picked on her a lot one night. And she actually, when, when Don passed away, she wrote a first person recollection of how she did not appreciate being made fun of at that stage of her career. She was young, um, and she did not appreciate being put down and the ribbon that Don gave her. But that's right I mean, listen, not everybody's going to appreciate it. For the most part, he got away with it, and most people were fans. Let's just put it that way. But, yeah, not everybody was a, was a huge supporter. But, you know, listen, Don had a, a, a very fruitful, successful career for, you know, 60-plus years, so he was doing something right. Plus oh, yes, yeah.
0: 66 60. Oh, You know, and, and in Hollywood, most people who happen to be married and then married again and married again and again <laughs> and again and again, uh, that wasn't yeah. the case with Mr. Rickles, was it?
1: It wasn't. Don did he share a dating. He dated a lot of women before. He, he didn't get married until he was almost 40. He was 39, I believe, at the time. And um and he had a very happy marriage to, to, to Barbara who he met through his agent, Jeff, uh, Jack uh in Hollywood. And um they had two children, they were very happily married. Uh she, Barbara would go to a lot of Don shows and he valued her opinion. He joked about her in the act, you know, my wife's you know, with the jewelry signaling the ships I'd seen you know. She was part of the act, but I, she knew it was a, she knew it was the act and and she was I think she was game for it. But um Yeah, they had a very happy marriage, um, like I said, two children. And he he did make the rounds early in his career. He was a young guy in show business and clubs, and there were a lot of opportunities there for for young people. And um, he made the most of it, but he did settle down.
0: Well, I only only have about 30 seconds here, but I want to hear the Kevin Hart story, uh, because as things happened later in Don Rickles' life— our sensibilities changed, and I had to even edit in those clips to make sure that nothing that would have been acceptable then We're a little more sensitive now. Uh, again, very very quickly, tell me the story.
1: Yeah, uh, that was at a, um, a, a party, I believe, in in Hollywood, um, and and Don made made a remark. Um, Kevin Hart uh, was Kevin Hart told he was on an NPR show called Fresh Air, and he, Kevin Hart was at a Vanity Fair party. And he said, Don Rickles, somebody said to Kevin, Don Rickles wants to meet you. He's a huge fan. So he did. And, um, and you know, he, Rickles sees him. He hugs him. He tacks his cheek. And he says, look at you. You're, a cute, you're like a cute little monkey. And that did not go over well. As you might expect, that was not the right thing to say. And so Kevin Hart was not a fan. He just kind of he left the party. He was like, Oh, yeah. wow. Time's, he?
0: times changed. I'm not sure Rickles changed. I so wish. I had more time to talk to you. The book is great. Michael Starr, Don Rickles, The Merchant of Venom. Thank you so much for joining us on WGN.
1: Thanks, Steve. This was a lot of fun, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.